Mayday, Mayday, we are on Air Force One and we are going down. Somebody has let rip on this airplane. We have a violation of airspace and we are going down. Mayday, Mayday. We are launching the escape chute. Oh, yeah. See, sorry, how does that work? Why is there an escape pod on an airplane? I said shoots. <laughs> escape shoots? No, it's an escape pod. We're on a spaceship. We've done that. We've survived that. We've been on a ship. We've done that. We've survived that. And now look at the unfortunate situation we've gotten into. How did we get on Air Force One? It's Air Force absurdity. Oh, all right. And now right. we're just free-falling. And as we free-fall, we might as well podcast while we do it. I guess. I guess. You know, this is the third emergency podcast, and we had commented, possibly, and I don't think anybody's heard the second one as of the recording of this third one, and that the irony that something might actually happen, there might be an actual emergency. What if... What if we were on an airplane? Huh? Well, nobody would take you seriously because you didn't do three maydays for one. Everybody knows it's three maydays for a real emergency. So you fucked well, up there. How many did I say? Two. Huh. Oh, maydays, maydays. <laughs> oh, there's only two. Must not be serious. Let's switch the radio channels. Exactly. Everybody knows it's mayday, mayday, mayday. Then he knows shit's serious. Anyway. Christ. Get it right. You're never doing the intro again. <laughs> it's proverb time. This one is about love. Oh, I know. Love is the condition in which the happiness of another person is essential to your own. Wow. Wow. That is deep. And I'd like to think it's relevant since the love I share for a podcast host is like the love that I would share with the ass of a mongrel. Owen? Is this... I love you. Okay. Speaking of love... <laughs> Way to throw me off. Speaking of love, well, you know, we are about to die, so I might as well confess my true feelings. I, for some reason, have ended up making it a thing on these emergency podcasts to talk about my early attempts at dating and love itself. Um, this particular story, I don't know, they should serve as cautionary tales, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't know how to pitch it, I guess. It's simply simply a little story about Phil. <laughs> it's Phil the Lady Man. <laughs> Phil the Lady Man with cream. No. All right. Oh. A little wordplay, yes. Uh, as some of you may have heard by now, depending on how many emergency podcasts I've gone through, uh, one of the first places that I worked at was dating central and there was a girl that worked there a short short girl I don't know why this is important but it might might factor in later uh, the 
method that I used to lure her out was that <laughs> said it's a bit of a carrot on a stick. No, uh, I told her that I would buy her dinner. I would buy her dinner, and uh, my car wasn't working. Ironically, because of windshield wipers. It's only ironic to Owen. Um, it's not even ironic. It's just coincidental. So. I had to have a friend cart me around, which was really nice of him. The only problem is that he told her that we would be driving around in his vet, which was kind of cool, except for the fact that she thought he meant a Corvette, which is, you know, a really nice car, when in fact he owned a Chevette, which is like a hatchback and was really old. He was like the third person in his family to own it, had no shocks or suspension or anything. So, uh, yeah, the first folly was picking her up with another guy in a Chevette. <laughs> Why wouldn't he just let you drive? Uh, well, because at the time I thought it was really cool to have kind of like a chauffeur. Me and her <laughs> sat in the back seat. We, we both sat in the back seat. Yeah, what did you expect was going to happen? Oh, put the divider up. I'm just going to copper feel. <laughs> well, no, no. I mean, I wanted to cop a feel, but it's not like I thought, look, there's no suspension. That works the horny levels when you're all bumping around. Didn't work for her. So not only did we arrive in a chariot, such as a Chevette, I took her to one of the most primo restaurants around town. Denny's. (laughs) Home of the Grand Slam breakfast. Now, I don't know if people listening uh, i don't know what the denny's equivalent is for your neck of the woods but not exactly a high quality restaurant now this chick she was uh, i like she was a spitfire she was just that type of girl she was rude and abusive why did i ask her out (laughs) anyway you're a masochist at heart this is why you do the podcast (laughs) this is why i'm owen's friend so we are there and for the most part, things conversation is is going well as uh, we're waiting for somebody to take our order. And I say to her, wouldn't it be funny if we just made a little ruckus since, you know, there's really not a lot of people here. There shouldn't be any reason we're not getting immediately served. She decides to pick up all the silverware in the little silverware station, like a big bucket of forks and knives ready to be, and she ready to be clean, and she just dumps it on the ground, makes this huge racket. And I'm, I'm flabbergasted <laughs> and flustered. Like, what the fuck did you just do that for? So, as you can imagine, we did not get served, and we did not get to stay at said Denny's. So I'm thinking, what have I gotten myself into? Doesn't matter. I'm thinking with my penis. So, my friend carts us around for a little bit. We're trying to figure out what to do, and eventually she's like, hey, why don't you get him to drop us off at my house? In Quincy Hollow, Mary Beth. So that happens all well and good. And uh, we're in her, I don't know, living room, her parents' living room or whatever. And I'm thinking, wow, this is great because we're alone and she's kind of a freak now. I'm looking past the silverware incident and the fact that that, you know, was really fucking weird. And her brothers come home, which didn't seem to phase her one bit. But kind of kills, you know, a little the, little the vibe in me. Like I don't, you know, I don't want to sit there with her two older brothers, 
while I'm trying to get my my swerve on. Considering before we t- did this podcast, we were talking, and you got turned on in the playground. Having brothers around really shouldn't uh, impede your flow. I think you're misconstruing what I said before and merely bringing it up now to make me look bad. Did you or did you not say that you got horny in a playground? <laughs> I did. But you're, <laughs> well, you're bringing it up out of context, one. Ugh. Yeah, right. Have Carry you ever on. banged in a play? Have you ever banged in a playground before? <laughs> No, I have respect. No, at no point. You're bringing it up to make it look like I got horny in a playground because of children. That's what you're doing. Nobody said anything. Yeah, that's why you brought up. So anyway. Mm. I'm just saying you can get horny in a playground. You can get horny around other men. Trying to get horny. And this chick's two brothers are in the same room. And uh, yeah, guess what she points out? You might get this right, right off the bat. You've got an erection? Yes! <laughs> to her brothers! To her two brothers. You know how they reacted? <laughs> they got an erection? <laughs> All the cameras came out. No. No. They uh, they thought it would be nice to, to help me get rid of the erection because, you know, they didn't like me having it by throwing beanbags at me. Beanbag <laughs> chairs. So, here I am, slightly flustered, slightly <laughs> erect, and this chick's two older brothers are throwing these huge beanbags at me. <laughs> making fun of me because I have, their words, a chubby. <laughs> you got a chubby over my sister? Like, ah, not anymore. <laughs> and, uh, it was yeah. the way she it- manhandled the cutlery, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it was just a flashback. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that didn't uh, that didn't go too well. The the only saving grace was that her parents ended up coming home, and we all had to end up like being, you know, like oh, we're just here watching TV. And uh, yeah, I ended up walking home because I sent my friend off. I'm like, oh, it's cool, man. Probably gonna get some beanbag. <laughs> so yeah, take what you will out of that story because if there's a there's a moral or if there's don't get erections around chicks brothers I don't know is that the moral of the story <laughs> um, beanbags are not aphrodisiacs at all I don't, I don't why don't know. we just oh, yeah. I don't know <laughs> how don't old? date Mary Beth how old were you uh 15 16 <laughs> 16 I didn't I didn't have my car a little chub oh. oh god when my when my windshield wiper flew off of of my old car, I had to call my dad, and I was taking this. This was an old lady, and she was an old whore, and I wasn't doing it. I just happened to be nice and taking her home because she had weed, and my car busted. And I had to call my dad. I'm like 16, like this 42 year old woman for the car center, call center. <laughs> can can you come pick me up and take this whore to her house? <laughs> she probably wasn't a whore. She didn't do anything with me. All these chicks. I never got anything. Sorry if I'm sounding misogynistic, but, you know, it's a teenager trying to get my dick wet. Owen? She offered her a uh, bag of broken glass. <laughs> she seems like the psychotic type to actually use it. It was in the timeline of things uh, after that, shortly after that. So. 
She knew. She knew what was up. She knew. She knew. Beanbags and penises do not mix. Owen. Phil. Women. They like men that reach out beyond the ordinary. Men who make decisions fast and confidently. Would you rather eat a chocolate-covered turd or eat a turd-covered chocolate? Are we talking standard regulation size? Decide! Women are listening, possibly, and they want to know your immediate answer. They're judging your manliness. Eat a chocolate-covered turd. Well, surely they would be very... You know, wooed that I'm thinking things over. I'm not just being a typical man just jumping straight into things. Ugh. Is is the shit bigger? Are they are they the same proportions? Sure. Okay. There's a turd. Uh, the all right, a turd the size of a Twinkie, covered in chocolate. Okay. A turd the size of a Twinkie, covered in chocolate, and then. There is a piece of chocolate the size of a Twinkie covered in turd. Turd covered chocolate. You can suck it off. (laughs) (laughs) And then... And then throw the chocolate away because who wants that? Exactly. (sighs) That's depressing. That's depressing. It's a nice treat for afterwards. I, uh... I'm impressed with your quick decision-making skills. I'll be really quick for the next one. Would you rather have an evil twin or have multiple personalities? At least three of them is bad. (laughs) The other two can be your choice. That's a really hard one, Terfil. I don't... O'Neill, you're not allowed in the emergency Uh, I don't know. How did you even get here? Aren't we plummeting to our death? Who would you think served you to food and drinks? (laughs) To our death? No, oh, you're, you're, you're joshing me, Terrafil. You, you know. <laughs> you know. Just shut up on me. Get out of here. Fuck off, O'Neill. No, why? Fuck no! Off. Why are you going to swear at the poor lad? Jesus. So, uh, yeah. I can't... If you had an evil twin, I mean, I'm not going to say you're the nicest guy in the world. I'm not going to call you evil. <laughs> That's the nicest right. thing anybody's ever said about me. What, I feel what like do you mean if, I'm not the nicest? Not, well, yeah, you're not a nice person. <laughs> what? I'm sorry, you're demonstrating it right now. Who just tried to get me in trouble by saying I got horny on a playground? It was relatable to the story yeah, that you were telling. It all related. How? Well, I'm offended. Here well, I've been singing your praises. When? When have you ever, ever sung the praises of Al Skimbosh? When we first met. <laughs> yeah, that's because you were greasing me up so that you could have a slimy podcast partner. And it worked. <laughs> you wanted to get in my DM pants. You fell for it. Uh, Who's the fool right. here? So, all right, it says evil twin specifically from the website I took this from. But yeah, I guess an eviler twin. 
or would you rather have some uh, a handful of personalities, the majority of which are not cool, man, not cool? I think I'd go for the multiple personalities there, Phil. <laughs> yeah, maybe one of them could do an accent. <laughs> what do you mean by that, Jesselikund? Uh, are there any more would-you-rathers that I think need to be addressed here? You're, you're the one with them. All right, well, I didn't know. I, I didn't know if you were flipping the script or what. Is it? Is it because of where I'm from? Phil from Philadelphia? I'm so confused. I know, it's because I'm trying desperately to make this segue work. <laughs> hey, uh, do you like Swiss cheese? <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the Swiss, but I know somebody who is. Christopher Pagano, 41. Guess what he did? Why was he arrested, I wonder? I can only hope and imagine. Police identified him as the man who apparently was the dude that's been roaming the Mayfair neighborhood of Philadelphia for several weeks, exposing his genitalia while lovingly fondling a hunk <laughs> Of Swiss cheese. <laughs> That's right. No, I didn't. I'm not. You know, I'm not making this up. There's a dude uh, going around, uh, not only showing women his junk, but <laughs> I, he's just <laughs> he's he's holding. I don't think he's fucking the Swiss cheese. I think it's just there for energy. Yeah, he just he just has it there. Um, <laughs> People have gone and made a Twitter page for the Swiss cheese pervert, <laughs> if you want to look that up. Um, I believe the first entry is, uh, let's see here. I'm lactose incompetent. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Uh, somebody that claims that they know him told uh, the paper that they saw him on OK Cupid looking for someone to perform masturbation on him with the cheese so he's looking to progress <laughs> um, this is what they say is an excerpt from the message allegedly sent by the Swiss cheese pervert I started to compare girls to cheese due to their milky complexions girls are soft smooth feeling and tend to like dairy products more <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure about that ladies chime in let us know if you like dairy products more than you think men. Uh, that and typical advertising. Always using a girl to advertise dairy products. So cheese is what I started to use as a replacement for having sex with girls. Now, Owen, I ask you, if you had to, if, if all of a sudden there was a mandate, women disappeared, and the only thing in abundance was cheese, a wide variety of cheese... Swiss is out. We already have the Swiss cheese pervert. What's your ideal cheese for fucking? Probably... <laughs> the... B the b <laughs> Cheddar, baby. Cheddar! Blue cheese, because it's, it's soft and it's crumbly. I think it will add to sensations. Crumbly cheese? Wouldn't you want something a bit more It's crumbly moist? blue cheese. No. You want all the, the contact and the, the... What would you fuck? <laughs> I guess... Uh, I don't know. Cheddar's on my head, but... 
you know, Shatter's got a bit of zang to it. It's, uh, yeah, I think. You know, I could see where he was going with Swiss, what, with its perforations and such. Um, trying to think. Pasteurized American cheese. That's you. You let that sit out for an hour or two. That's some good fucking. <laughs> Have you ever seen a man fuck cheese? Let us know. <laughs> I know it's an emergency podcast. Maybe you're hearing it as a third substitution for us missing a scheduled podcast, or you're hearing it at the end of all the podcast. We still want you to email in. Are you a cheese fucker? If so, what cheese? <laughs> Con- Quality podcast. <laughs> Contact at waveofabsurdity.com. That's how to get into touch with us. We're bringing back many great things. We've brought back the cheese fucks, the would you rathers, um, more fill dating news stories, news. Uh, but it's time for lateral thinking. So here's was, how it goes. I'm going to ask Phil a question. After I've read the question, he gets one. I repeat, one minute to answer or ask me as many yes or no questions as he can. After that minute, I'm going to have to push him for an answer. If he doesn't give me one, then he loses. Push me over the edge. Push me out of the plane. Oh, yeah, we're still falling. <laughs> Good, that really brought me back to the uh, the scenario. A body is discovered in a park in Chicago in the middle of summer. It has a was in it. He has a fractured skull and many other broken bones, but the cause of death was hypothermia. How? Your time started. Ah, all right. Um, did the broken bones happen? After dying of hypothermia. Yes. So he died of hypothermia and then broken bones occurred from whatever. Fractured skull, you said? Many things are fractured. Many things. All right. What causes that? And broken. Um, Was it some (laughs) sort of impact after death? Giant pizza. Get it? Chicago pizza? What? Impact? Don't waste my time! <laughs> 25 seconds left. <laughs> impact after death. Uh, what? Yes, there was Did impact. he suffer some sort of impact after he already died? Yes. Did he get... Was he in an accident after death? Yes, yes. Did he... Uh, a car accident? No. Did he... Did his body fall? Time, Yes? Yes. Yes, that's your time. That was your last... I get one more question, because you spent so much time on your shitty Chicago pizza (laughs) joke. It's not a joke. So, give me one more question. Yes, there you go. There's your question. (laughs) I I didn't ask that, if you notice. I simply demanded... All right, let's give a question. All right, gotta make this count. One, two, three. All right. (laughs) Question I will ask is uh is Hurry up. the hypothermia and his falling related no 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 is <laughs> did he fall Hurry from up. 
over uh, hundreds of feet? Was it a significant fall? Yes. Stupid question if he broke all his bones. Did, no, <laughs> right. He, from hypothermia, he fell out <laughs> of an airplane. He fell from a very high altitude. And up there, it's very chilly. So before he impacted on the ground, he died from the temperatures and the wind chill or whatever. And that takes a while. But that's the best to answer. I, he was already dead when he fell, hypothermia. He was a cadaver on an airplane and he fell out and then all his bones broke (laughs) I'm going to go with my initial dying of hypothermia while falling although I don't think that's yes he died of hypothermia then fell from a plane fell from a plane died of hypothermia impacted the ground that's what happened are you locking it in Locking it in. He's locked it in. Are you going to tell me or some shit? What's going on here? I'm building up suspense. Well done. Welcome. A poor peasant from somewhere in Europe. Desperate, don't never talk over me. Desperately wants to come to the United States. Lacking money for airfare, he stows away in the landing gear compartment of a jet. You said plane, it was a jet. Oh, come on! He dies of hypothermia in mid-flight and falls out when the compartment opens as the jet makes its final approach. You missed out the poor peasant from Europe. I am applauding myself. And the Jets. I will give you... Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I will give you half a point. All right. I feel pretty goddamn good about it. You get half a point. Did you know the peasant's name was Craig? (laughs) Craig from, from Europe. Oh, it only relates to the next segment, Craigslist. What? All right. Uh, some of you may know we occasionally... Well done, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, uh, please don't edit that part out where you <laughs> congratulate me. Uh, occasionally we come through Craigslist. Originally it was for cringe, but since most of Craigslist is that way, the non-sale stuff, um, I like to go into the Philadelphia personals because there's a section... <laughs> called rants and raves what are you laughing at <laughs> chuckle butt sorry I just did a really long smelly fart stinks <laughs> what <laughs> really stinks. why would you tell us that <laughs> you asked <laughs> I know well, why didn't you lie <laughs> fortunately later on really we have something <laughs> we have something for people that are still here listening to us I need to stop laughing because I just inhale more of the gas it's <laughs> it's not nice. What have I eaten? Oh, no, there's some weird psychosomatic thing going on because now I. No, no, this isn't right. All right. In the Rants and Rave section, in a Craigslist in Philadelphia, in the personals, most of it seasonal, potholes, racism, 
I don't. That's not seasonal. That's always there. Catterday. I don't know how that got to Craigslist, but it is. But there is this little message in there um, that I feel <laughs> bears repeating on the podcast just to help this person reach their designated audience. Are you ready, Owen? Absolutely. So with a heavy heart, I read this. Dear Sue. <laughs> you stink. You are gross. I couldn't be happier that you're no longer my problem. Do not contact me with unsolicited services or offers. Posted 21 hours ago. Fuck you, Sue, you gross, stinky little whore. <laughs> Whoa. I don't know. I'm just, I'm imagining the, the emotion and, and vitriol going here. Dear Sue, you stink. You were gross. I couldn't be happier that you're no longer my problem. Does that mean you, like, killed her or? <laughs> it's not a, a big euphemism for saying you're a corpse. <laughs> Is this you a confession? stink. You're gross. I don't know. Well, if you're the person, if you live in Philadelphia and you know somebody named Sue, find <laughs> out. Now, and you just farted. Yes. Now, if we were in a more public place, would you try to, you know, at least cover that up or not <laughs> announce it to people? <laughs> oh, no. I get the giggles and then it's, it's all downhill from there. <laughs> Giggles can lead to more farts if you're not careful. <laughs> Don't I know? Tee-toot, tee-toot. All right. So, as a public service, which Wave of Absurdity, probably by now, is quite known for its public services. <laughs> uh, Are we? Yeah, we do lots of public services. What uh, was the last one? Well, we did fisting. That was the first one, right? How to fist properly. Anal fisting. All and I remember then, from that is keep your... Fingernails trimmed. <laughs> yeah, try not to rupture the anal walls. Uh, well, this is... Um, <laughs> well known for these. Only names one. <laughs> well, there was a second one. Uh, Halloween do, safety. Halloween safety. We did three. Halloween safety was another one. Yeah. Safety? Well, Halloween tips. Put razor shit. blades with the candy bar with the grain. So it hides <laughs> <Yes>. it better. <laughs> that one got me a nice visit. So, we will now educate you people, the listeners, on how to flatulate secretively, as stolen from WikiHow. <laughs> now, oh. Oh, sorry, I was going to say there's this is quite an extensive article, surprisingly. So we're just going to choose uh, uh, items that we think most relate to the listeners I'm going first I take it yes because it says me on the list if you're on a roller coaster so this <laughs> is <laughs> this is only applicable if you're on a roller coaster this moment in time wait for the drop where everyone is screaming while everyone is loudly screaming you may rip a tasty one <laughs> <laughs> that is the word they used. A tasty one. <laughs> and no one will smell this because they are moving so fast. Words of advice. 
All right. Say you're not on a roller coaster right now, listening <laughs> to the podcast with your earbuds on. That's the best way to listen to a podcast, farting on a roller coaster. <laughs> All right. You're on an elevator. Okay. There's multiple ways here. One, you have to get your timing right. Timing is critical in this situation. Okay. Be sure to emit only small bursts as fluids are reached and the electronic indicator emits the beeping noise. Okay. You've got to time that right. Okay. Hopefully you've got a few floors to work with. Uh, you may also be able to make use of this time during which the doors are opening and closing, depending on the condition of the elevator and how loud this function may be. How loud are your elevator doors? Is that enough to cover up a fart? <laughs> I guess if you squeeze one out. Hmm. Just a tiny one. And finally, be sure to show subtle signs of disgust, as if the people who have entered the elevator are those who are emitting a foul smell. Yeah, this is only if you can smell your fart, however. So, all right, my personal tip there is not to react too fast. You let out the fart, you know, keep your eyes peeled, wait for somebody else to scrunch up their face, and then, then you make your move. Then you wave your hand in front of your face and look at somebody next to you, okay? All else fails, get out of the elevator and shit on the stairs. <laughs> what? Sorry, take the stairs. Well, I was going to do mine about a vehicle, but that one's stupid. So <laughs> this one is uh, if you're eating lunch. If you're just sat there eating lunch with uh, friends or whatever. Get the table to laugh loudly or wait until everyone does start laughing. <laughs> nice English. While you secretly let one rip. Or, what if you're not funny? Well, th this is perfect. Try to get everyone to start a clapping contest to see who can clap the loudest. <laughs> hey, everybody! Let's have a clapping contest. All right, I guess that's a one-shot deal. Hey, everybody, let's all try to do a raspberry. <laughs> wow, Owen's really good at doing raspberries. All right, these are common scenarios here. Uh, what if you're at the pool? Okay, that's our final one. If you have to flatulate in the pool, get out of the pool and into the bathrooms or changing rooms. That seems like a bit of logical advice, if that's not possible. Splash around. You can hide those rising bubbles. That's if you fart in the pool. Three. This is my personal favorite technique I use. <laughs> Dive to the bottom or close to the bottom of the deep end and then swim away before the <laughs> bubbles reach the surface. Okay. Obviously, the child that wrote this saw way too many cartoons and assumes that if you fart underwater, it's going to be these giant comical <laughs> bubbles it's going to trap a kid in it, and it's just going to float off into the sky. <laughs> yeah, like it'll rise out of the water, and if you <laughs> pop it, an odor will come out. So, yeah, just to, you know, pop yourself underwater. There's, a, there's another option. All right, I'm going to skip the jacuzzi bit. Now, if you're out of the pool, and you have to fart, time that shit right. Jump into the pool and let the fart out. As you hit the water. <laughs> so it's like cannonball. Do you boom. really want to be opening your asshole as you jump ass first into a pool of water? 
Well, uh, this is this is all assuming you're wearing swim trunks. <laughs> Who wears them? Okay. Well, are are you a big fan of uh, of water sports? <laughs> Only those that involve trumping. I uh, I've spent a lot of time underwater in my youth, and uh, <laughs> I feel like I've I've seen people trying to cup a fart. <laughs> In the water, <laughs> and yes, while there are bubbles that come out while you fart, I don't think there's giant comical bubbles, but it's a whole other world under there, isn't it? Isn't it? I've realized that most of our podcast is just ass centric. <laughs> we are ass centric podcasters. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. We are. Merely echoing the thoughts of the people. We are representative of the common thought. And that's farting underwater. That is, that's practically a tagline of the wave. Fart underwater, join the wave. Well, if you have any (laughs) comments, are you an underwater farter yourself? (laughs) Please let us know at contact at waveofabsurdity.com. And Phil, I believe... We are getting pretty close to the ground now, so we should pull our chutes. Looks like splat time. Wait a minute. <laughs> this isn't a parachute. This is a friggin' anvil with a string on it. Open it up. It's all these Denny's cutleries flying out. <laughs> Classic. Just like a fart bubble rising out of a pool. Well, I'm going to pull my parachute. I'm not. Hopefully, the third and final emergency podcast, again... Don't know if you're listening to this. That's pretty good acting, right? (laughs) Was that you ascending past me? I'm still in the air. Oh, Christ. I've got my parachute. Good night or good day, people. We'll see if there's a emergency podcast for... I'm still alive, Terry. Phil. I'm still floating I'm in the sky. disconnecting. Don't you and do going that. going away. Don't you be Fuck like off, O'Neill. That's why you always so mean. <laughs>